Hello, and welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Masters Mix podcast, where each episode we share actionable strategies for amping up your real estate marketing game. And now, here's your host, Dave Cole. All right, thank you, Scott. We're going to talk about Instagram as it applies for real estate professionals and real estate investors today. Joining us uh, today is Viv, who's a longtime Instagram specialist. Viv, welcome to our show. Thanks so much for having me on today, Dave. Really excited to be on here and chat to you more about how um, we can use Instagram in the real estate space. All right. Now, you've got quite the background and understanding of Instagram. So if you want, let's uh, fill our listeners in on uh, exactly who they're learning from. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I'm no real estate agent. My background in Instagram actually came from starting an e-commerce store and using Instagram as the main tool to drive traffic to my website and make sales. Um, I'm, you know, a partner sort of duo. So, my business partner, she began on Instagram in a slightly different way and she was creating an Instagram account to showcase her food photography and styling and recipes and so on. So, the unique sort of point that we have is that we come from it, you know, in our Instagram experiences and the way we work with clients and so on is actually from both that brand and that influencer point of view, which I think links back really well to the real estate space because you guys need to be thinking about not only um, your sales, but also how you can be personally branding at the same time. So it's actually, it's actually really coming together today. Right. And that's exactly what I wanted to uh, get into with you because uh, there are some people on the real estate side that maybe they don't see the the multiple purposes of being on Instagram that as important as personal branding is, there are ways to be able to feature properties and kind of have a whole series or campaign going on. But I think we'll start with the the aspect of branding that for Uh, real estate agents especially, it's a matter not only of branding yourself, but maybe uh, a geographic area, your location, the community that you're helping to buy and sell properties in. So what strategies do you have, especially for, well, both for starting out, uh, Viv, and then for uh, those that are more experienced with Instagram, what can they add in terms of strategies for branding themselves to their followers? Yeah, great question. So I think the first, um, you know, if, you, if you're a real estate agent and you haven't quite started on Instagram yet, often what we get asked is, well, you know, is it worth it? Is my audience on Instagram? Are they even going to look at what I have to say? And I think it's got to come back to, well, have a look around and look at all the people on Instagram. So Instagram hit a, min, a million monthly, a billion, sorry, monthly active users more than a year ago. So we've got our audience on Instagram. It's about then how can we provide value? keep them interested and get them coming to look at our account. So like you say, it's going to have to, you know, it's going to be that intersection between our personal branding as an agent and then also what value can we be showing if someone's looking for a house, um, maybe they're buying for the first time, maybe they're looking at investment properties. How can we make our account stand out and actually provide value to them so we're giving them what they want to see. And maybe it's maybe it's just another touch point. So maybe you've got a video of the home on Facebook and then they also follow you on Instagram and they get another teaser throughout the stories, like a behind the scenes sort of look at that. Plus on Instagram, they get that sense of who you are as a person because we know that's a really big part of when choosing an agent to either buy or sell with. Um, you know, that's a really big part of how people make that decision. So 
Instagram can be a really good tool for that. And it just means um, it always comes back to that value. All right. Now, in terms of not only getting, well, of getting started or enhancing when you as an agent go on to Instagram, as far as the branding goes, um, wondering uh, if you have what strategies you have for, of course, you have them uh, for uh, branding in terms of the the number of photos or if there's uh, maybe you want of them in the garden or doing some personal activities or in a professional situation or what are some good photos given this situation to start out with and that's whether you're a beginner in Instagram or even if you're already established what are some photos that would help as far as attracting kind of that the personal branding part of it. Yeah, sure. So I suppose when um, you're listing your properties and so on, you've probably got a couple of key aspects of that property that you want to show off or really, um, you know, really emphasize. So it's about uh, when we're posting on Instagram, remembering that it is a visual platform. So um, as agents, you'll already have really good content and pictures of the house. Um, but how can we level that up? And how can we say, okay, I've got these awesome pictures that I've used for the listing and I'm going to post those because they portray the property in a great light. But also let's go a level higher and think about, okay, well, how can I, how can I show up at the property and talk people through a few different things just on my stories? Because we're seeing like the, the usage of stories absolutely skyrocket at the moment. I don't know if you're a user of Instagram, Dave, but for a lot of people, they're actually using stories more often than feed posts. So what we're seeing is actually that feed can now be like your finished portfolio. So that might be where you put all your listings, um, your captions are really value driven. They've got all the information that potential potential buyers would need. Um, but then your stories are the, the hook. So they're what keeps people interested. And that's what we want to use to get people to click over um, and check out our profile to figure out um, the next steps from there. All right, Viv, what are your feelings about uh, with regard to posting a story? It might be of, you know, someone moving into their first home, just as an example, or that type of thing. Is this something that you would suggest doing in maybe three parts or one short, either series of photos or video, or what is the best way to tell a story? Do you want to do it where you people have to come back or just kind of they go once they get the story? What have you found to be most effective? Yeah, great Chris, great question. And I think with any story that you're telling, it's got to come back to that emotion. So, um, you know, if it's a first home buyer, like you say, going into their first home, um, you know, if you can get that person on camera and stories and talking about how they're feeling, um, you know, maybe how long it's taken them to get there and they finally made it and it's just their, you know, their dream home or something, that's going to really resonate with your other potential, um, potential clients. So if you can tell that story, and like you say, if you want to break it up, that's awesome. Um, what I would also suggest is if you put it up on your story, whether you've broken it up or not, um, consider saving that as a story highlight. So um, underneath, if you go onto anyone's Instagram profile, underneath their bio section, so the really word heavy part, um, there's, a, there's a series of small circles. And so those are story highlights. So your story will stay up for 24 hours. But if you then save that to a highlight, that'll stay up there until you delete it. So you might want to, um, you might to want to create a set of story highlights that is like, first home buyers, maybe you also want to have a section on FAQs um, and so on, just so people can refer back to that content um, and still get the value from that. 
All right. And in terms of someone uh, putting up a real estate agent that we're talking about more like a, you know, biographical information, here's what I'm all about, or here's maybe some pictures or video of the neighborhoods where I help buy and sell homes. Uh, what are your thoughts on that as far as, you know, branding? It might not be the most exciting to a follower or to a viewer, but yet it kind of helps establish the the presence that that agent has in that area. What are your thoughts on some good ways to go about that? Oh, absolutely. I, I completely agree. At the end of the day, um, like I mentioned, you know, your people that are interested in potentially engaging with you are going to be looking at your whole feed and they're going to have, they're going to be having a bit of a lurk and seeing what you're up to. So the more information um, you can put in those captions and portray that with your images, the better. So I don't know um, if you follow many Australian, New Zealand real estate agents, but you know, the Gavin Rubenstein from Australia is selling you know, houses from Instagram and he does a really good job of showcasing the team, um, you know, showing, showcasing all the different properties. Um, and it is about, it is about showing people more than just those listings because, um, you're right. Yeah. It has to be the whole picture. All right. And in terms of the listings and the properties, so I'm sure some of our listeners are wondering, uh, so, okay, I'm showing some photos of a property that's for sale and things about the neighborhood. So let's say, okay, today the property just sold. Uh, are they able to either, uh, and it might be both, but either, uh, update the information surrounding the videos of the properties to now say here is a property that's sold in whatever neighborhood it may happen to be, or can they add to it, or is there a way they could delete it, or what, what is the best way to handle that when there is a change to one story or a series of stories or posts regarding a specific property? Yeah, great question. I think you can by all means go back and edit uh, post on Instagram, but what we'd actually recommend is post another photo and post a picture with the happy new buyers or maybe the vendors. Um, and again, showing that journey of, okay, I had this house for sale. Look, I only posted it two weeks ago and then now it's already been sold at auction or something. So uh, it's about showing that journey because when people are having that you know, look through. It's important that they do see, um, you know, the buying and the selling and the emotion behind that and all the people involved um, in the community. All right. Great answer. What do you recommend for the frequency of posting on Instagram? Uh, is it, you know, a couple of posts a day whenever something's important or what do you suggest for adding to it and how does that work? If you'd have asked me this question a couple of years ago, I would have said, hands down, post every day. It's super important. But now what we're seeing, and I mentioned it a little bit earlier, is that with the rise in people using stories so often, it's actually more often to post every day on stories, which is actually good news because um, I may have alluded to the fact that stories don't necessarily have to be the most polished version of what you um, are putting out there. So if you can provide value every day and put an awesome post up about a different property or, um, you know, different parts of the journey, maybe it's your personal life and so on in your feed, by all means do that. But if that's only going to happen three times a week and you're only going to be able to provide value um, and really put out good content three times a week, do that and then post a story every day. So go to your listings that you've already got up and talk people through different things. Um, maybe, I think we talked about this podcast, oh, sorry, about this earlier, you know, if you're all snowed in um, 
and there's still access to get out and go to the shopping centre or whatever, um, you know, film that and put that on stories because it's sort of ad hoc and it doesn't have to be super polished, but people still really appreciate seeing that because you still get through the emotion and the value. All right. I appreciate that. And what are your thoughts or what are your suggestions for our audience in terms of photos as opposed to or in addition to videos? Uh, Should there be a balance or is one more effective than the other? Or what is your recommendation based on all of your experience? The interesting thing um, and probably one of the biggest differences between the Facebook and Instagram algorithms is actually that on Facebook, I would say, yeah, totally do video. Video gets ranked higher in the algorithm. You know, do a live video if you can, because that's even better. But if we look at Instagram, um, in terms of comparing videos versus photos, Instagram just shows you what it thinks you're going to be most interested in. So, So if you're a user that constantly likes and engages and watches videos, then it's going to show you more videos. So as the, as the agent in the situation and the content that you're posting, post both um, and see what works. So go into your analytics and sort your, um, you know, your feed posts in order of engagement from the last six months and see what's actually performing better. You might find that people, um, you know, they like a video, they like to hear you talking about the property more than they do static images or you might find it's completely opposite. To be honest, it's totally dependent on your audience. So it's just about a matter of testing that. All right. Great answer. I'm learning from you as well as I'm sure our audience is. So the last thing we want to cover, and that's also very important, is what do you recommend as far as attracting additional followers and especially for someone that's starting out to get followers? Is it acceptable to use your other existing social media to bring people over to Instagram or are you looking for a new audience or a combination? So what does someone do to kind of build up their followers? Yeah, I think that there's probably two main points here of how to build up your followers. Um, The first one would be, like you said, you know, utilizing your existing audience. So what a lot of people don't realize is that they already do have an audience, whether or not you're starting from zero Instagram followers or a hundred, you know, you've got an email signature, you've got business cards, um, you've got people that you talk to, utilize that existing audience, you know, friends and family, um, your existing Facebook and social channels, um, post about your new Instagram account there um, to kind of get the ball rolling. And then on top of that, share other people, you know, share audiences with other people. So if you are say co-listing or you are, you know, you've just taken a picture of some purchases, um, be able to tag them in the photo. So you're constantly sharing and sort of putting your content out in different places so that it spreads you a little bit further. So those two things would have been, um, you know, use your existing audience and then share other people's audiences. Those would be the two main things to see success in that area. All right. A lot of great information in a short time, but I'm betting that our audience wants to know that uh, to learn even more about Instagram, that you and your partner do uh, a podcast and an excellent one. I mean, Scott and I are well aware of it and we're here in the the United States and you're doing this from uh, New Zealand. So if you would kind of fill us all in on where we can go for even more detailed information about using Instagram. Yeah, awesome. I appreciate that plug, Dave. We um, have the podcast Ace the Gram, so that's available um, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, and our website is obviously acethegram.com. Um, but if you've got questions, flick me an inquiry on the website or um, you can reach out to us at Ace the Gram podcast on Instagram. 
All right. I thank you very much, Viv, for your expertise to our real estate audience. Appreciate your time and uh, best of luck on your podcast. Awesome. Thanks for that, Dave. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Marketing Masters Mix podcast with Dave Cole. Be sure to visit our website at davecole.com for more episodes with actionable strategies and to subscribe to future episodes. Please consider leaving a five-star review and sharing this podcast with someone who would benefit from this content. Thank you and see you next episode.